Now in its third year, it's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels talking about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 143 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels, coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio. Thanks for checking out the podcast. In this episode, we continue the 2022 AFL preview episodes. I had the pleasure of sitting down to talk with a Brisbane Bears and Lions supporter that is, quite frankly, practically a neighbor. Okay, he lives a couple hundred miles away, but he is in the same time zone and just on the other side of the Great Lakes. So I'm going to chalk that up as a neighborly thing right there. I had the great fortune of chatting with longtime Lions supporter Frank Patterson. Now, don't forget that you can find everything related to the podcast over at my website, yankonthefooty.com. I do hope you'll consider checking it out. If you want to leave a review for the podcast, you can do it there. If you're enjoying what you're hearing and you want to help to generate some more interest, you know, leaving a great review over there would be a huge help. You can also get on the mailing list there as well. So if you have uh, a desire to get the episode as soon as it comes out, get on the mailing list. And as soon as it gets published, it goes into the mail to you. So you have it right away. So it's fresh out of the oven. You can also leave me a comment over there. You can read my blog, and I'm actually going to be working on a new blog post coming up here in just a little bit. Something that I think might end up being a little controversial, but it's maybe something that folks haven't thought about because I've not heard it mentioned at all, and it just popped into my head yesterday after hearing about uh, Maynard's uh, trip to the tribunal being struck down. And I just had a little bit of a, a thought bubble that popped in my head. So enough about that. You can read that in the blog, and I'm probably going to do a short episode about that as well. But if you want to help out the podcast, you can do that over on my website as well and click on the Buy Me a Coffee page in the bottom corner. And if you're interested in any of the gear from the show, you can check check out my Redbubble page there. Click on the store page up at the top. And if you want to be a guest on the show, click on the Register as a Guest button up at the top and fill out that form there. Would absolutely love to talk to you. So sit back and relax and enjoy my chat with Mad Brisbane supporter Frank Patterson. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my guest for this episode, believe it or not, is actually in the same time zone that I'm in right now. Miracles will never cease to amaze me. He describes himself as an old school Brisbane Bears and Lions supporter and a longtime member and season ticket holder although he can't get tickets when he really wants to go to games, which we'll talk about during the course of the conversation today. He's a former player with the High Park Demons in the Ontario AFL, and he currently resides just outside of Toronto in Ontario, Canada. I'd like to welcome Frank Patterson to the podcast. Frank, thanks for taking some time on your Tuesday evening to come on and chat with me, sir. No worries, Craig. Happy to, uh, happy to play a role. This is, this is, uh, this is going to be some fun here. It's, you know, I've had some great conversations with, uh, some fantastic supporters and love getting the insight of people about their clubs that they've loved or followed for, you know, decades in your yeah. case, you know, it's, you yeah. know, you've been following this club in some permutation or another for quite some time. No, I've, but, I've, I've been a big fan of uh, back in the day when, I mean, I, I, I would, as a young fellow, when the bears kind of first started up, they were down, down the, they, they were playing games down the Gold Coast, right? They weren't mm-hmm. playing in Brisbane proper. They were playing down the Gold Coast. And so I wasn't really able to get to games much. I used to play it as a young lad, as, but as a Brizzy boy, born and bred, um, I grew up playing rugby league a lot of, mainly. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and um, but my family wanted to broaden my horizons a bit, and I started playing uh, playing a bit of Aussie Rules as well as a young fella. And um, but when the Bears moved to the Gabba, uh, I remember actually sitting the the Gabba used to actually have a dog track, a greyhound track around the outside of the football field. Really? I remember as a young fella sitting in the greyhound track watching games. Wow. Uh, yeah, right. The Gabba was a lot, uh, they, they used to play, uh, the, the field was a lot smaller back mm -hmm. then. But obviously now it's a massive stadium now and uh, it's only going to get bigger now with the Olympics actually happening in Brisbane too. That's and true. Gabba That's playing, true. A, playing an even bigger role. Uh, playing an even bigger role. Um, but uh, yeah, I spent many, uh, many a great time what, enjoying the, the Bears go around, particularly when they had their great run to make the prelim final. And then they merged with Fitzroy straight after that. And things went pear-shaped for a few years until uh, Lethal came on board. And then the, those beautiful three seasons. Had some had yeah. some great, yeah, you had back to back to back. I mean, that's uh, something that any went, club would like to do. I, I went to the 2002 Grand Final and saw mm -hmm. that flag get flown. And uh, I went to that one. Uh, it was, that, was, that was a very nervous game, that one. That had, uh, to, that had to be very cool to, to, to actually be at the ground for for something was, as as monumentous as that as momentous uh, as that and just before they redid the mcg so they actually were still able to fit 110,000 people in the gym uh-huh like well because they when they redid you know it did, did they put more things in that did a lot that that were like more for like uh yeah like luxury they, they, suites they, that sort of thing well they got rid of the bench seating so you okay okay but um but there's nothing better than i mean the only thing better than beating collingwood by like you know six or seven eight goals is beating them by like two or one because you see the little hope in their eyes just like yeah. this we well, appreciate that well and, and i think <laughs> i i think that would apply i think that would apply with any club but yeah but if you know if, if collingwood is the uh is the one that you're you're you know is is at the top of your list and yeah by all means you, if you yeah. can beat your rival you know yeah. that way yeah. by all means so and uh See, then they're moving forward. I, I, I kind of lost track of them because I moved to Canada here about 15 years ago and we kind of lost track of them. They, they kind of lost their way a little bit when Bossy took over as coach and then mm -hmm. Lethal took over as coach and stuff like that. They lost their way a little bit. And, but um, recently they've really found some form and uh, it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, Chris Fagan just seems to be, he, he seems to be a, yeah, and again, I don't know enough He's about the game. Guy. I'll admit it. You know, I'll admit I don't know enough about the game to 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 speak to his quality as a coach. But he seems to be a great leader of young men. He and they love him. Yeah, you I think can tell they absolutely love him. It's, there are some coaches that you might fear, mm -hmm. and there are some coaches that you might respect. But you know, there's some coaches that you just want to love. And you just yeah, to he, he seems to be. He seems to be that. Fake seems to be that sort of a bloke. Yeah, that's so. You said you made the trek to Canada about 15 years ago. Yeah. How did you find yourself moving to Canada? And when you came to Canada, did you come to Toronto, the Toronto area originally? And did you yeah, settled, yeah. settled and stayed that area? Me and the wife at the time, we uh, we we were kind of stuck in a bit of a rut professionally and just the way things were in the world at at that time. Um, and we thought, well let's pack up and see what's on the other side of the planet because we were still young enough to get work permits. So they go Canada and Australia have this uh, cool little arrangement where an Australian could come and work in Canada 
okay. 12 months and a Canadian can go work in Australia for 12 months. And um, it's a great thing to do when you're, uh, when you're young. Um, so I was married, but I had two kids as well at the time. Okay. And we thought, well, let's go for adventure. I mean, no, 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 no time like the present. And uh, um, as soon as I landed in Ontario in Canada, I got picked up in a career straight away. And uh, all of a sudden I just had this massive career blow up in front of me. So the dream happened, the Canadian dream happened, you know, the, the mortgage, the house, the uh -huh. car, the divorce, you know, all the, the great Canadian dream, right? Well, uh, I, I, I have to confess, <laughs> I, have, I have done the divorce thing myself once, you know, so I- Well, and then, then I found a, a wonderful um, young uh, girl from Regina, Saskatchewan. Uh, and I'll tell you what, these girls from Saskatchewan know how to keep a boy warm at night. <laughs> <laughs> okay well it's not that kind of podcast we're here to talk about yeah well i'm not prepared to, to give about, you any tips on how to do it yeah we're here to uh, talk about a different kind of footy but uh <laughs> okay uh, um yeah but uh, so yeah we, we we met here at the gym uh the gym that i go to and um and uh we, we become became really good mates and then you know developed into something there and i actually brought it back to australia a couple of years ago and introduced to the to the family and stuff like that mm -hmm. a couple of years ago and yeah it's um yeah but uh in the time that i was uh in between wives i was actually playing playing a bit of footy down in toronto too toronto actually has a massive footy scene you may not be aware of that craig they've got like there's more actual footy clubs in southern ontario than there is anywhere else on the planet except for australia wow okay uh they got a fantastic league Mm -hmm. Obviously, COVID's given it a real, you know, well, kick in the guts. It's that's it, it, done that. That that's done that to everybody about everything. Uh, done it a real kick in the guts. But um, they they did play a a season last year. Mm -hmm. There's about ten clubs in Southern Ontario, from okay. Ottawa all the way down to Guelph, uh, down near London, Ontario. Uh, and uh, um, I was fortunate enough to play a couple of seasons with the High Park Demons. High Park is a suburb of Toronto, um, and uh, so, I, like I say, I do have a bit of a soft spot for the D's, um, and I we, we were able to sing the the some. We never made the finals or anything like that. Right, right. Um, and uh, I, 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 I uh, certainly wasn't uh, one of their gun players, <laughs> but uh, I, I turned up. But you and, were uh, you were there you were there every game though right? Well, you know what? Um, best off the field, not necessarily on the field. You know. Uh, there you go. There you <laughs> someone's go. Gonna keep, someone's got to keep the beer cold, and uh, that's the, you know, that, that that's those are the skills that I can bring to a club. And and <laughs> what what is the uh, what is the beer of choice post game? Oh, um, a cold one. Um, uh, well, actually, we we had uh, we had the great sponsorship actually with our club through um, through some of the uh, through some of the um, sponsor uh, through some of the um, uh, Great Lakes Brewery and in, in in Toronto there. Oh, okay. Big for us in the Wicket Hotel. I'll shout out to them too. The Wicket Pub, uh, just down the road from High Park. Uh, go go in there. You always get a cold beer from them. Fantastic. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, you mentioned Guelph. Uh... I believe yep. that's how you pronounce it. I, I, uh, Guelph Gargoyles is there. Yeah. Right? They, I, they used to I, actually wear the Lions colors. <laughs> I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, I interviewed uh, Kendra Heil recently, who plays on Essendon's VFLW squad, who is yeah, yeah, from, yeah, yeah, who's yeah, from yes, there. Yes. 
I had her on the podcast about two or three weeks ago. She's a, Um, she's a great product of Ontario footy, mm -hmm. Uh, the Ontario and the women's league in Ontario. Uh, Three of the clubs, no, five, four or five of the clubs. Uh, Hamilton has a women's team, Mm -hmm. uh, High Park. Uh, uh, the Central Blues has a team. The uh, Etobicoke Roos has a has a female team. It's a it, it, footy is alive and well in Southern Ontario. That's great. Um, That's great. And uh, Canadians obviously have a great affection for Australians, and Australians have a great affection. Right, for right. A lot of Canadians come to Australia, so they fall in love with the footy. Uh, yeah, and it's that's kind of one of the things I'm doing with this podcast is trying to trying to. You know, granted, most of my listeners are in Australia, but the ones that are here in North America, especially in the U.S., because as you said, Canada has a pretty good handle on it already, is I'm trying to, I try to use this as just a, uh, a wake-up call for people to, to check out this great game, either from watching it or participating in it. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm 58 years old. I'm not going to be participating. I have three footies over my head right here and another <laughs> one right outside on a shelf that somebody sent to me last week. I may go out and try kicking it once or twice with somebody, but I'm not going out and trying to compete in anything because that would not end well. Uh, nah, I don't enough. think, I don't think the Wi-Fi is good enough at the hospital for me to try to do the again, podcast from again, there. A, a club needs to have someone to keep the vehicle. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Or, or just, or just to do the interviews at the end. You know, yeah, hey, what'd you think about that? That kick you missed there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, Let me tell you what you did wrong. <laughs> exactly yes yeah, it's 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 part of that whole uh, you know those those who you know can do and those who can't coach you know? <laughs> yeah that's it yeah so that's it what what's been the best part about your transition to canada to canada now that you've been there for 15 years what's been the part um, that you like the best um well i raised uh, we raised two kids here um my son playing uh playing a lot of hockey okay uh, that was a, that was a lot of fun uh, doing that, um, and and uh, he lives back now and back in Brisbane. My oh. kids are growing up. My kids are growing up. He's their season ticket holder for the Lions again. Okay. Um, he, that's a that's a gift he gets every year from his granddad. Um, so, uh, um, uh, so that was a that was a lot of the, the transition was a lot of fun with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was cool. So. Yeah. What I think you might have just answered this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What What is it that you miss the most about being back, or you know, not being in Queensland? And you might have just answered it because your son's there. Uh, well, yeah, my but, family. My, actually, I'm actually about to become a granddad too. Um, at, my at, daughter's my daughter's about to, my daughter lives over there now too, so she's about to. Uh, and you're you to, if I if for those of you that don't know, uh, I generally I don't generally re- release video here, but you know. Frank uh, told me that he's 46 and he looks like he's maybe 35 on camera here. And he's about to be, he's about to be a, uh, a grandfather. So, wow. After we, after we finish up, I'm going to, I have to tell you about a, uh, a second podcast idea that I've, that I've had. Um, I don't want to say it publicly because I, I don't, I haven't seen anybody else that's doing it. I think it's a really right. unique idea. No um but I'll tell you about it after, after we wrap up here, because it, uh, what you just mentioned, it really fits in with that, but that's. Uh, awesome. Yeah, we, well, my wife and I, we started young. There's no two ways about it. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. So there that's uh, okay. My wife and I, 
my first wife and I, we did not have any kids. My, my current wife and if, you know, if, if she, if she decides to kick me to the curb, I'm, I will never be married again. I, it's not, it's not going to happen. She's already, she's already told me that, uh, that when I get a little older, she's going to drop me off at the, at the military uh, veterans home here in town and just let me live there. Uh, we, just to, we just need, we just need to have enough money to afford the good looking nurses, Craig. That's all we need. Uh, I'm, well, I'm a school teacher, so that's, uh, that's not likely to be happening either. So, um, Boy, this thing is going off. Anyway, hey, let's talk about footy. Foot, yes, okay, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you you grew up following the Bears and and then the Lions. So, yeah, you kind of alluded to this already, but for younger people who are listening that you know that weren't around when that transition happened, or for pe- old people like myself who've only been following the game for six years, tell us what that transition was like in Brisbane when the club went from being the the Bears to being the Lions. Yeah, so I mean. For me personally, I was kind of a little bit shirty about it. I mean, the Bears were actually doing all right, you know. The Bears were kind of kicking along, and uh, but the amount of money that the AFL was throwing in at it at the time, and the opportunity for number one draft picks, and mm-hmm. if if we if if because Fitzroy was in real trouble, and. Um, and for and it was the opportunity there was to get up absolute gun team and that I mean they probably wouldn't have won the flags in the early 2000s if that hadn't have happened okay because they picked up a bunch of amazing players as a result of that and uh, a bunch of money to be able to do it so at the time I was kind of like oh we could do this on our own we don't need any help from bloody Melbourne right right Victorians we don't need any help from them but um uh, it, it turned out to probably be the best thing that ever happened to uh, to to footy in Queensland for sure, hundred percent. And uh, more and more uh, great footballers are coming out of Queensland every day. Yeah, as, and a, result of, as a result as a result of you know that merger, and maybe that merge, maybe because of that merger, it, it, this stuff would never have happened to begin mm-hmm. with. So you know what? It, uh, you have to put that you have to kick that pride aside and understand the realities of uh understand the realities of now it. you know I, yeah, I, I, of course you don't live in brisbane right now but i have and you might have been able to pick up on this however but i've heard from a number of people that that the and i know there are basically there are two different rugby competitions there's what rugby, oh, there's rugby yeah and rugby union and yeah that that one of those has somebody has mentioned to me that that, that, that league did not modernize very well, and rugby that, union didn't. That footy is kind of encroaching on that and it's begun yeah, absolutely, to, to pluck players away from that type of competition. Oh, hundred percent. Actually, I mean, I remember actually that even when I was going around playing footy for, um, I used to play uh, footy for. I used to play. Um, I used to go to a, a grammar school in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They call it GPS schools. Right. And uh, rugby union is king in those places. Now, so. you 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 weren't in charge of keeping the beer cold back when you were in grammar <laughs> school, were you? Uh, I didn't have the beard back then, and I didn't have the fake ID, but uh, no. No, but um, <laughs> uh, but um, I did have the car. I did have the driver's license. So there you um, go. But uh, um, but the the eighteen side game, the the the, the Aussie rules, the, mm-hmm. the GPS competition was actually growing way bigger. 
than than in, in than rugby union. Okay. I actually remember uh, 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 Jason Akamanis playing a, a game for Nudgy College. <laughs> uh, of course, Jason Akamanis was a, a great player for Brisbane Brisbane Lions and the Bears back in the day. Yeah. Um, I have I have heard that name before. <laughs> oh, you should watch some of his goals, mate. He was fair and special. Um, Oh, you're one of those one of those just real big pains in the backside that you just mm-hmm. other t- other player other other teams just hate but you need on your squad right okay, uh, okay. <laughs> um but uh i remember watching him play uh play a game at that that age and yeah, he's a completely different sport <laughs> so but yeah but it, 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 aussie rules aussie rules is is definitely encroaching mm-hmm. on rugby league's territory for sure 100 percent. okay I mean, like my, my, my son, he watches footy. He doesn't okay. watch rugby. He watches okay. footy. Well, that's, that ha- probably has to do with the fact that, that he grew up in your house yeah, surrounded by it. I'm, <laughs> sure that, I'm sure that had something to do with it. Now, does, yeah. does he, does, living there, does he have, and I don't, does he have like the, the NHL pass where he oh, can yeah. watch hockey from there too then? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. For sure. Now, do you do do you do the watch AFL app from from where you are? Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred okay. percent. While the season's on, for sure. That's yeah, that's good. it's that'll be started back up again very shortly. Well, I mean, and you know, I've been you know, I've been I've watched probably ninety five percent of the women's games this year too. It's been, yeah. and Brisbane just the Lions just absolutely trounced West Coast last weekend. Scored. Uh, I I saw like that ninety eight points. I think. They, uh, the, again, the AFLW, the, the Lions, I mean, they're random premiers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know what? They should, they, should have, uh, they should have won three flags in a row because they've gotten to the, they've gotten to the three last, last, three, uh, last three grannies. And you know what? They got, uh, they, they, were, um, they were, I think they had to take a good hard look at yeah. themselves. I well, I, th- I think they might have been. To make it all the way to, the, to be the top team. They yeah. had, they've been there far and above yeah. the top team in that league. Yeah, in 2020, I think it would have been a very good contest with Fremantle. Yeah, you know, at that point in time. But yeah, I mean, I, I just, yeah, it's, it's, it's a joy to watch the game improve from week to week and watch yeah. the, the skill set and and knowing, knowing that you know when the new the other four clubs come into the comp this this next year, that you have these these young girls who've been playing the game now for several years that are going to start to backfill those lists so you know the the you're going to have fewer players who are coming into footy who are coming from basketball or netball or cricket Mm -hmm. or golf or tennis or whatever and they're going to be footy they've been footy players for a number of years i think there's yeah what there was a youtube channel that did a a clip on this that said there's gonna be an exponential jump in the quality of gameplay in the aflw here in like the next two years it's just going to be a phenomenal jump and it's and it's great to see and it's, yeah uh, yeah and it's great to see because um there's always been fantastic female sport mm-hmm. and and, yep. it's, and the fact that they're wearing maroon blue and gold is always better and the, you know what their jerseys are better yeah, yeah I, mean, <laughs> I like uh, the jerseys yeah and and, <laughs> and you know and and brisbane brisbane i i and i've said this a number of times brisbane has i think the toughest person on the planet playing on their squad yeah. in in jess wushner i don't know if you know the, the story of what happened to her a couple of years ago you know because she yeah, you, you know she she well she you know, she works as a stevedore 
know, she, she works at the docks in Brisbane and, you know, she's training and playing with the, with the lions. And one day at work, she got struck by lightning at work. And then like three days later, she's back out of the training ground. I don't want to laugh, but yeah. Good on no, it's, 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 just, it's, I mean, just, if, you know, if you look at the, yeah, I mean, if you look at the, look up the word, the term badass in the dictionary, her picture is right there. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, imp- and she, and she is, she's a tough, hard-nosed player. We, we used to, when I was played, played a couple of, when I played uh, with the High Park Demons, we used to train together with the, with the female squad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what I did wrong, but I tell you what, I got lined up a couple of times by some of the girls in our squad. <laughs> and holy hell. Yeah. <laughs> It was a, it was a, yeah, good hip and shoulder straight to the solar plexus. I tell you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's one of the great things. That's, that's one of the great things about this game is, is it, that it has that kind of, you know, physicality to it. I mean, it, it's, that's, that's why I said, you know, that if, if, and I'm, I'm going to look at it from the American vantage point here with, you know, a significantly larger population than Canada, but I guess mm-hmm. if, if you, if you lumped Canada's population, which is, right around 30 million if i'm not mistaken it's very similar it's very similar to uh, australia's population but between the two these two countries you've got 370 million people here if 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 you get if you get just one percent of the sports watchers in north america and canada and the u.s watching this game that's 10 percent of canada or of of australia's population yeah it could be an economic explosion for this yeah. game yeah. you know and and it's what, something i talk about with with people all the time is that i think the afl does a lousy job of marketing itself here in north america now the mm-hmm. the association between it and the usafl and afl canada those things are fantastic but in terms of the in recent years since i've been watching in terms of the afl and sports viewers you know, because the games, the, you know, the women's games right now are on TSN up in Canada, mm-hmm. you know, that, but right. they're, they're not being aired here at all on regular television here in the U.S. They didn't mm-hmm. work out any kind of a deal with any of the U.S. channels. So it's not being mm-hmm. shown here at all. Well, that was the thing. I mean, that was the, the footy got its uh, real big thing was it like because they used to show it at like one o'clock in the morning on uh, ESPN, one o'clock in the morning on, on ESPN, mm-hmm. right? Right, so right. it was an opportunity for young fellas to get home after a big night on the booze and right, right. put on the put on the Aussie rules and you know try to yeah. do what those blokes down under were doing, yeah. right? Um, and yeah, so yeah, it's a it's a tough old gig because the 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 sports market in in North America is very uh, uh, saturated. Well, everybody wants their own buck. Yeah, well, and here's the thing, though, it got a little less saturated today. Mm. And uh, it's we're recording this on March the 1st. And uh, today, Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association walked away from the negotiating table. Oh, they did, did they? They did. They have not reached a deal. I, I have, I gave no, up these millionaires versus well, billionaires stuff. I yeah. am, I <laughs> am a, I've been a baseball fan for well over 50 years. But I've not watched a moment of baseball in two years because I'm yeah. I'm I'm so disgusted at what baseball is doing yeah. to itself. 
Yeah, that's what happened to me when the Super League happened back in the 90s. Yeah, it's. I think it's destroying itself. You know, the. Uh, I don't know how much you follow baseball at all, but, you know, back in. Well, when the Blue Jays are doing all right. Right. But, yeah, <laughs> back in back in 2017, you know, the, the Houston baseball team won the World Series, but they won that series literally by cheating their way to winning the series. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, they cheated and they hardly penalized this, this club at all. Yeah. And, you know, there was a precedent set back in the early 1900s with the Chicago White Sox when the, when players on the White Sox took bribes to kind of play poorly to lose the World Series. Mm. And those players were banished from the game forever. They never got to play the game again. The fact that those players from the Astros are still playing baseball, to me, is a travesty. They should have been banished from the game for doing what they did in the game. And 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 this is this is the hill I've chosen to die on as far as baseball. I I just I I refuse to to and it's why I'm so thankful for having found footy six years ago because yeah. it has it has replaced baseball and I've not missed it. No, that's fair enough. I've not missed it. And it's and it fair and it if if the game is losing people like me, you know, who during my lifetime had purchased hundreds of thousands of baseball cards and gone to dozens and dozens and dozens of games and the shirts and caps and this, that, and the other, and all the, all the different accoutrements. If they're losing people like me, the game's doomed. Well, that's the thing. I mean, and they could market, if they could market the, uh, the footy. Yeah. Coffee. I mean, they do it. They do have a, they do have a great product. Yeah. Just, put a, wonderful just product. put a commercial. And like, and the, the grassroots support that they do mm-hmm. or that they, that AFL, AFL do provide mm-hmm. the Ontario AFL, AFL Canada and stuff. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. They do uh, they do a lot of good stuff there, and so they really do support the grassroots side of things. Yeah, they they. Uh, hopefully, there's a bit more investment. Yeah, well, even you know uh, here in the states, you know, you know, we've got to watch AFL apps. We don't have to worry about this, but trying to convert other people to the game and bring them to the game. Uh, Fox Sports here in the U.S. I don't know if you get like Fox Sports One and Fox Sports Two yeah, on yeah. your. They usually carry like three or four of the men's games each weekend, but they there's never any kind of advertising for the games. There's never any hey set set your DVR because Brisbane's taking on Melbourne at two thirty tomorrow morning, and you know, and a little you know thirty second clip of you know here's the kind of action that you might see. You know, it's, yeah. they they don't do that. If they did that people would hit that that button on their dvr maybe go back and watch it oh yeah i reckon and it's just it's just yeah so okay i i've climbed up on my soapbox to complain <laughs> enough here so let's you know you 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 the passion you, is impeccable craig you tr- you the tried passion to, is amazing yeah you tried to take us to an r-rated podcast i tried to take us to talk about <laughs> baseball here so let's come back and talk about the brisbane well, lions yeah, in 2022 Okay. Now, yeah, let's talk. Let's actually, talk about the Lions this season. Actually, before before we do that, yeah, tell me about the last time you got to see the Lions in person. So back in 2019, and uh, that 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 jersey behind behind you there. Yeah, uh, I know. The jersey that you got behind there reminds me of a fantastic memory. Uh, well, bittersweet. I don't know. Uh, but we, I took my uh, my now wife, my <laughs> fiance at the time, back to Australia to introduce her to my family and uh, <laughs> to introduce her to my family. Uh, and uh, we was, we, it was great. Uh, and 
the Lions for the past, for the few, for like 2018, 2017, to be honest, we were a little bit ordinary, to say the least. To say the least, they were a little bit ordinary. And um, I said, I said to uh, Jenna, my wife, I said, listen, we'll be able to walk up to the gate mm-hmm. and buy the tickets on the day. It's not going to be that big a deal. We'll be fine. And she goes like, are you sure? We shouldn't buy the tickets in advance? No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. So lo and behold, last thing I knew is that the Lions were absolutely going gangbusters. And I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, let me, let me no ask idea. you something. Let me ask you something here before we go on any further. Would this have been your fiance's first footy game ever? My first, first footy game ever. First footy game ever. And okay. uh, Wow. Um, and she still married you. And she's still married. So we, <laughs> so we went there. Well, it just so happened that I couldn't get a ticket. The place was absolutely chock full because they happened. It just so happened that that was like towards getting towards the end of the season, uh-huh. and it was the top of the table clash between the Brisbane Lions and Geelong Cats. And whoever was going to win that game was going to go number one. Yeah, it's going to go number one. And uh, I, oh boy, um, so. I couldn't get any tickets. It was sold out. It just so happened my stepbrother at the time, who was a member of the club, mm-hmm. had a spare ticket. Yeah. One spare ticket. And he says, uh, Frank, I'll take you. I looked at my wife there and I said, uh, honey, um, my daughter's going to take care of you today. <laughs> she missed wow. out on she missed out on going to the game. And it yeah. was a so oh, Craig, it was one of those games, you know. Uh, as a Brisbane Lions fan, yep. uh, I, re- I, I remember the game. I don't regret it one bit. <laughs> I remember the game. Well, did you even did you even approach your stepbrother about saying, "Can't you just stay home and watch this one on TV so I can take her"? <laughs> on top of the table clash. Come on, I'm not even. <laughs> it was worth a shot. It was worth a shot to try to do it. You know, all he can do is say no. And if they yeah. and if he if he hadn't oh my goodness and there was one of the, it was that game where um, who was it who took the spot took that Specky Lincoln, at the Lincoln the McCarthy went in yes. extra long yes he was yep uh, <laughs> no he wasn't a superstar yet because no. that's why that's why he's in Brisbane now uh, <laughs> well he was a superstar for the Lions on yes that he day. was he had a heck of a game that game yeah so and and actually anyway. yeah yeah so, so she still married me yes. by the way. Now, did you even take me? She's even taken me to some CFL games as well. Okay. So, did she make you sit in the parking lot during the game, or did you get to come inside the stadium? (laughs) Oh, we were we were right on the fifty meter line. Okay, there there wasn't there wasn't a uh, she didn't she didn't pull the generator out of the back of the car and the ironing board and the iron and say here go ahead and take care of this while I'm in watching the game. She had a lovely day with my daughter. Did she? Okay, good, good. That's good to know. Uh, that's good to know. And uh, and and if if she's you know outside the room and would like to step in and confirm that she's more than welcome. <laughs> so, what are your uh, you know, what are you looking at uh, for twenty twenty two? What are your expectations for the the Lions this year? Well, Craig, like I, you know what, I'm very optimistic about the lines they had a they they took on adelaide uh, in a trial just the other day and mm-hmm. beat seven colors of tar out of them <laughs> and uh, poor old adelaide they're having a tough old go at the moment and uh but um 
their, their preseason stuff is looking real. They actually play up against uh, the Western Bulldogs this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to move. They had to move um, the game from uh, from Brisbane down to uh, right, down right. because of the floods. In yeah, Brisbane. I have somebody who I uh, who I, uh, I I actually had him on the podcast. Just a fascinating gentleman, uh, but he just moved. He lived on Russell Island, right off the oh, coast. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, he yeah, lived yeah, on yeah. Russell Island for like twenty years, and he just moved about three hundred kilometers inland. Just bought a new house inland. Uh, moved off the island about six weeks ago. Now he's on an island again. <laughs> well, he, actually, it's funny. He sent me some he sent me some pictures this morning, uh, and he's been working on the uh, the the radios while they've been going out rescuing people during the flooding. Mm-hmm. And he sent me pictures sent me pictures of uh, some of the kangaroos that had come out of the lowlands around his house and that were in his yard eating his eating his newly seeded grass, there you um, go. which. Uh, as he said, there was he said there was one male that you know that was coming up and approaching the females, and the the, the one female had a, had a joey in her in her pouch, and he turned and left. And I said, yeah, I just didn't want to have any uh, didn't want to have any sort of like you know joey support payments that he had to make. So he just <laughs> he turned around and headed off. <laughs> but yeah, he's 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 shared a awful lot about what's been going on up there, and just yeah, you know, really, really insightful. Yeah, a tough guy. Go in, yeah. a tough go in Brizzy right now, but. Yeah. Um, it's happened before and it'll happen again. Um, but no, but the Lions, I reckon, come back to the coming back to the squad here. They got, I mean, they got a real good squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, their their midfield is like the probably the number one midfield in the in the country. When when you're looking at, you could make that argument. Certainly, yes, absolutely. You're looking at, I mean, I, I I'm just looking at the the list here. I mean. Uh, with, well, I mean, Zorko and, you know. Jared Barry, uh, McCluggage. McCluggage. Yeah. McCluggage is just a hero. Yeah. Uh, that that bloke is just a fair income superstar. Um, I look at Zach Bailey. Zach Bailey, he is an impressive kid. Mm-hmm. Um, super tough on the ball. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm, I haven't even spoken about Lockie Neal. Yeah, yeah. Brownlow, uh, the lone Mitch Robinson. We talk about tough as nails. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. These kids, these kids, over the ball, head down. They, they're the best, the best there are. And with the big O, um, and uh, with with uh, in in um, in Oscar Oscar mm-hmm. McInerney, you know, tapping them down to him. They got a strong, 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 strong midfield. And um, the people that they kick them down to, the best thing that ever happened to Brisbane in the past couple of seasons was Joe Danaher getting that there as a big target up, up front. Yeah. And what a he's he's been a he's been a great um, leader for their forward for their forwards mm-hmm. uh, and a great settler for um, uh, a great a great settling. Uh, for for uh, Charlie Charlie Cameron, and he was healthy this year. Yeah, you know, knock on um, wood, he he played all twenty four games for them. Yeah, um, so um, he's a great settling uh, settling for for Charlie Cameron, who just if you've got those two blokes as a target, yeah, uh, moving forward from the midfield, I tell you, they, they this. You're thinking about a squad that could 
have uh, have a crack at uh, at at Melbourne. Yeah. That's true. Yep, you're right. It's and, it's it's this it's it's this team here. The only thing they're probably missing is is I mean Eric Hipwood is is okay as uh, as at, at half forward, but they really are missing the big intimidating figure at half forward. Yeah, the Jonathan Brown type character that is just a gorilla that sits on the half forward line, uh, and 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 well and terrorize and, and terrorize and, and hip would hip would may not be back until about round 10 or 12 anyway this year well that's right he Coming did his acl his didn't he? yeah he did his acl so yeah, he, um, he may not be back for a while yeah so that's the probably the big thing that they're missing is the big body at half forward right, right, uh, right. who can who can run between half forward and half back joe tried to do that role a bit um last season uh he, he needs to stay up for it. He needs to stay up in that. He needs to stay up there between the sticks. Yeah. And so he can save his energy because right, he shouldn't right. be running all over the well, place. To, to, he shouldn't be running all over for the for the football. He needs to be strong and and powerful in that in that in that forward fifty. Well, I, I have to tell you that you know my favorite player in the comp plays for Brisbane. Yeah. Okay, and he is he is actually the player that was the deciding factor on why I became a Geelong supporter <laughs> right. and he's no longer in Geelong. Um, because when I first started following the game about six years ago, I, I didn't know that Joel Selwood was Joel Selwood, that Patty mm-hmm. Dangerfield was Patty Dangerfield that I didn't know that, that, that those guys were, you know, preeminent players in their position. The guy, the guy, the guy who jumped off the, the TV screen for me, and you go back and watch some of his games when he was younger before he started having all these soft tissue inju- injuries was Nakaya Cockatoo. Oh, yeah. And if he is healthy for the Lions this year, you know, playing up forward, he is like a bull in a china shop. He is uh, he's, he's a he's a he's he's, he's a terrific player. athlete. He's an athlete, terrific athlete. And if he is healthy, he's gonna help that squad, I think, tremendously this year. Yep. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. It's, it's it it I'm just going to say it. It sucks that he's not in Geelong anymore, but you know, he got, he's hopefully going to get an opportunity to, you know, to get a lot of games in, in, uh, in Brisbane. And maybe, maybe he'll remember just how good the fishing is down in Geelong and want to come back in a couple of years. Uh, uh, get out on Morton Bay, mate. Be right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. yeah he's, well, I, look, he's a, he's a, he's a great get. Uh, he's, he's another addition to, uh, to the midfield of super mm-hmm. strong midfield. Yeah. And, um, when I when I look at uh, a midfield, any any defensive effort, I mean any any defense, mm-hmm. any defense that has Daniel Rich in it, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's like you you know it's gonna be run well. He is a he is a leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really does pull that defensive line. So good. So uh, yeah. He's a he's tough, tough players. Would you say that you're probably your biggest concern this year is what you mentioned about not having that big key uh, forward to, to just you know be they able got, to they got it. some good. I mean, Joe can I, I mean well, I mean Dan he, can he can't be fly. on the field all the time, right? Right, right. So you need another you need another big body up forward. Yeah, and I, I go through the list here and. Um, 
it's uh, it's a it's a struggle it's a struggle to find them. I mean, you you know uh, you got a you know you got a, a you know a first year player that came in with you know Henry Smith you know who's two hundred and six centimeters as a forward, but as an as an eighteen year old or nineteen year old is he gonna is he gonna find the ground this year on a club that's gonna be you know that's gonna be competing, hoping to be competing for the grand final. Well, yeah, yeah my 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 absolute tip is they're gonna be top four, mm-hmm. um, and if they and like I, I think I uh, I said a little bit earlier. If they don't win the grand final this year or next year, they might right, struggle right. because it's good. I mean, when I have a look at these players, I mean, there was there was rumors that Lockie Neal wanted was missing his home cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah, that was talked home. about last off season that he wanted to get, possibly go home. Um, so uh, some of these players are going to be you know free agents coming mm-hmm. up, right? And there's going to be a lot of teams looking for looking to break up this midfield. Yeah. Um, and if they don't get, if they don't get the flag this year or next, they may not for, uh, for, for, for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Fullerton might be able to step into that spot also in the, uh, up in the forward line, you know, he, he's somebody who might be able to help them out. So we'll Mm -hmm. see, but I I think you're right there that, you know, until Hipwood comes back. So you have somebody, you know, cause I think, you know, a lot of you You come back from an ACL. Yeah. It's, it's still, you know, being able to, to jump. I mean, that's good. That may be, it may be 2023 before he's really back. It was always 50, 50, 20 meters right, right out, right in front anyway, to try yeah. and kick it through the big stick. So yeah. with a dodgy knee, he's probably even going to be worse. Yeah. But, so uh, <laughs> it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting because, you know, I'm sure that, you know, that, that clubs are going you know, with Hipwood not out there, you know, you're going to, you're going to find, you know, defenses that are going to maybe try to bracket, Danaher to you know to keep him away from the ball and certainly have somebody if they're able to do it you know putting themselves right in Charlie Cameron's pocket as much as they possibly can yeah uh the funny thing about Charlie Cameron he's just such a fast yeah yeah uh, one of the fastest in the league yeah so quick he the amount of goals I've seen him score just because he stands he's standing all alone on the 50 meter line Mm -hmm. and they just kick it over his head and he just runs onto it, and he's kicked a he's kicked an absolute bag because he's all alone in that forward fifty. Or nobody can go up with him. Nobody, yeah, it's like yeah, he's, he's grease lightning that guy. He's, he's yeah. super fast, super fast. I'm super, super interested in seeing what this Keaton Coleman looks like as a kid. He's a pretty he looks he looks like a big bugger. Um, I don't know uh, Cameron Ellis Yolman. I don't really he ca- know he came over from he came over from Richmond, I believe. I believe he came over from the Tigers. 100 kilos, 190 centimeters. Yeah. So, so that's 220 pounds. Uh, 220 pounds coming right at you. Tell you what, that's that's that. Yeah. <laughs> no, not not Richmond. He he'd been with he'd been with Adelaide, not Richmond. He's played. He's played 30. He played 39 games between 2014 and 2019 with. Uh, with Adelaide he didn't get any he didn't get any senior games last year at all okay but he got nine games in uh 2020 with them yeah so so, so just under six feet 220 coming right at you Looking yeah forward to that. yeah so <laughs> you know you kind maybe, of maybe mix- maybe he can play that role at the as that big there you go sort of like half forward that'd be great that'd be great if they could find somebody to do that I mean they're they're gonna need that um 
it'd be, be like a coming coming right coming off the uh, coming off the forward line into the center bounce. Big body coming right yep. at you. You know, when you look at the when you look at the fixture this year for the club, and again, the games are going to get shuffled around, but you know, they, the teams that they're playing twice this year, um, you know, they've got gold coast twice. They've got St. Kilda twice. They've got GWS Essendon, and then they've got Melbourne twice. So you've got, uh, you've got three clubs that were in the finals last year. And then you've got the next door neighbors in, in gold coast, you know, which always, I always like to, um, it was like to show up big brother, right? Well, yeah, you would. Yeah. But, you know, having lost a uh, young Ben King to an ACL a few weeks ago, I mean, that's going to be a, a struggle for, for gold. Their goal coast is going to have to figure out how to pick up those 40 or so goals this year. Yeah. That's those, those poor buggers. They, yeah. I, I got one, a view about the goal coast. They shouldn't even be in the, in the, in the comp. They should, they should have, they should have, they should have put, put the team up far north. They should have had it in Cairns. I reckon. Well, you know, do you yeah. think it would do you think it would have been more successful in Cairns? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If they had a if they had a northern Australian team, mm-hmm. even a Tasmanian team for Well, I mean, that's they just actually announced <laughs> the you know, the, the uh, Tasmania actually announced today the site where they're planning on building the stadium in Hobart. It's right it's there's there's a huge warehouse facility right on the water where they're looking at building it, but you know, is it going to be is it going to be an actual 19th side or are they going to reload? You know, you've got, you know, you, there are 10 clubs in Victoria. Will they relocate one of those? I don't know. You know, I, I you know, but, whose ox I, is going I, to get gored there? I would have liked, I would have, uh, I think having a, having a, a team up in far north, far north Queensland mm-hmm. and, um, and even playing half their games in Cairns and half their games in Darwin. Darwin. Yeah. We we've, I I've talked about that with people, but it's, I reckon, you know, I reckon it would have, done wonders oh i i I think it would be great uh i mean i really hope the gold coast do well because you know they're they i mean they're they're a young they're a young club and they're they're, i mean the bears were there for a long time (laughs) but you know it's you know it's when you look at them though you know the 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 comp you know the league has invested so much money in that club and it's, you know, are they at the point now? It's not know, just, it's not, it's, the Gold Coast is a funny little cultural part of the world. And people who haven't been to that part of the planet, mm-hmm. it's a weird spot because rugby league tried to, have tried to uh, do something there with the Gold Coast Titans and they're only just keeping their head above water. Yeah. They tried to play, they tried to have, um, uh, a league soccer teams based in the Gold Coast, and it never flies. Mm. Uh, they've they've had they've tried to set up uh, clubs down the Gold Coast time and time and time again, and it's it's a weird part of the world. In that, from what I've gathered, it sounds as though Gold Coast in in some ways is a little bit like las vegas it is that it's, that it's kind it of a really it's it's a very much a tourist mecca the heart i mean i don't know i don't want to speak bad of the place <laughs> but the heart's not there <laughs> okay but you know it's it, but but it but you have a lot of people who are transient who are coming there for six weeks eight weeks they're there for the winter you know to stay away from the uh you know the the, the cold weather in the southern part of the country that type of thing and it's just you know, there's not a lot of clubs that have you know, not a lot of people that necessarily have roots there. Or if you're in the 
if you live in the Gold Coast hinterland or something like that, it's because you can't afford a spot in Brisbane. Well, I, I have to be honest. I did see a, uh, you know, because everybody keeps talking about where's Clarko going to coach next year. And I just, I just happened to look on a, uh, I, somebody said, well, you know, you know, Andy, look, where's they, he going to, if, if, yeah. if the Gold Coast could pick up Clarkson. Oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean he, he can, he can, he could actually do something there. Right. Uh, you know, and I, and somebody, you know, I guess somebody said, you know, well, they, don't know, they, they, don't, they just, that, that club is really struggling to build a culture. Right. Around. Right. Right. And I think when you were talking about a little bit about Fitzroy and the culture, and maybe that's something that Fitzroy was able to bring mm -hmm. to uh, and the Bears was building its culture, but it took a long, long yeah. time. Well, um, it took like 15 years. And those kinds of things, that's those kinds of things happen. are, it's going to take time because, you know, there's, it's, it, there's not a, a simulation button that you can click and fast forward through things. We actually have, you actually have to go through the growing pains on everything in, in reality, it's not, you know, you can't jump to the, you know, jump to the future and, and bypass all of the, all the stuff you have to, to do on the way, mm -hmm. which, you know, is a, uh, it, it, it just is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, it's, uh, you know, Gold Coast GWS came in basically at the same time and GWS has had some success, but it's just, you know, Gold Coast, it's, it's like, yeah, they broke, once, they broke those, they, see, I hate GWS because they broke my heart. <laughs> Prelim yeah. final, bastards! Yeah. They shouldn't have won that game. Brisbane yeah. should have got through. Yeah. Anyway, but you know, it's you know one one step forward, two steps back with with Gold Coast, <laughs> and it's and but I, like I was saying, you know, the, the 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 league has invested so much money in there in there that I don't think they want to admit failure. Yeah. It's, it's like um, they're just going to keep throwing you know good money after bad if if it doesn't if the it's AFL not is not the AFL is not the first sports league to lose their shirt on the Gold Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, it, and, you know, it's a it seems to be a town of real estate agents behind that. But it, well, yeah. Cause I, you know, it, I actually found a beautiful house there, but it's a little out of my, my price range at about eight and a half million dollars. Uh, <laughs> but it, but it's eight and a half million Canadian or uh, Australian. So that's only, yeah, well, you know, that's just, yeah. you know, that's like twenty-seven dollars. No, I'm kidding. It's uh, yeah, it's that's that's, oh, that's it was a gorgeous house. Well, you yeah. could afford that on a teacher's pension. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but you know, it's does does the league finally finally admit the air of their ways and then just well, tell no, their, no, their no, they, they, that they're they going to go to Tasmania. They're going to they're going to they're going to double down. They're going to triple yeah. down on them. And, and you know what? It'll it'll happen. It's just going to take a long, long, long. Yeah, time. I think you're right. I think you're probably right on that. It's so, just going to take a long, long time. What are you What are you looking at? You know, the the season is done. Brisbane's played their final game of the year, whatever game that happens to be. I'll let you decide what that game happens to be. What is the headline in the newspaper in Brisbane? You know, the, the paper that you're going to ask your son or daughter to. Well, it'll be your son because your daughter's. You know. Yeah gonna you know, be busy uh sounds like soon here um the newspaper you're gonna have your son pick up a copy of for you and drop it into the post for you what's that newspaper headline gonna say about the lions for 2022 uh only just just missing out i reckon okay so you don't think i think they'll okay. make it the, i think they'll make it i think they'll be playing melbourne and they'll okay. be playing melbourne and it's either going to be a prelim or the grand final okay it's either going to be one or the other be a heck and of a matchup. Probably get done. <laughs> well, you know, let's let's hope that let's hope that you know 
that Eric Hipwood comes back and is able to contribute. You know, let's hope that, and I hope this for every squad. I hope everybody is as healthy as they possibly can be. You know, West Coast is West Coast is just devastated by injuries right now. They have so many players that are beat up. I, I mean, I'm for a club that almost made finals last year. I don't think uh, the way they're going right now. I don't. I think they could be a bottom four team this year. West Coast. Yeah, they're 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 scuffling right now. Yeah. So that's only fair. No. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so look, I'm a, look I'm, a, I'm a Brisbane fan right like well, I know, I know. what it's like to well, be you know, wooden, to hold the wooden spoon here you know you I've you seen the highs and I've seen the lows yeah you mentioned your one of your previous coaches in Brisbane yeah. and and he has he has become the reason why I am and again I'm I'm somebody I came to the game so late in life that that I support my club but I don't have in my DNA the, you know, that I'm supposed to hate this club because <laughs> I like this club. I don't, I don't have that. Now I, I like to joke about it from time to time. Like I was telling you with regards to Richmond. Um, but I've decided that I'm not at all a Carlton fan at all right now. And it's, and it's not necessarily anything that Michael Voss did. It's just a, it's just a, a bit of circumstance here because I uh, back uh, shortly before the grand final, I had a, a guest on the podcast who actually had played on Melbourne's last uh, premiership team in 1964. Yeah, right. And one of the, the radio shows on SEN, I think it was the Sporting Capital, reached out to me and wanted his contact info because they wanted to interview him on the, on the radio show before the grand final. Absolutely. Was thrilled to be able to provide that for them. And they'd also said, well, you know, we want to have, you know, you're, you're an American doing a podcast about footy. And there are actually, there are three of us here in the U S that I know of that are doing a footy related podcast. They said, we want to have you come on and talk about your, your podcast as well. And I thought, wow, that would be huge as far as like free advertising, that sort of thing, getting the name of the show out there for people to check out. Yeah. Well, I was supposed to be on the Thursday before the grand final. And Carlton decided that they could not wait until after the grand final to name their new senior coach. So they named their new senior coach that Thursday. And I got an email. Hey, we're not going to be able to get you on the show today because Carlton named their new coach, Michael Voss. So I decided I, 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 I don't want anything good to happen for Carlton because of that. <laughs> I, I, I have nothing but love. Yeah, for that man, Michael Voss, he held mm-hmm. up that cup three friggin' times. Yeah, and uh, not only that, he actually played uh, for uh, one of uh, he actually played in my uh, for one of my local clubs in Brisbane, the Morningside Panthers. Okay, um, he uh, he's a he's a true Queenslander. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a true Brisbane boy. Okay, and um, he uh, I've got nothing but love for that man. And uh, when he came in as coach for Brisbane, mm-hmm. it was too early, and everyone knew it. Yeah, everyone knew it. It was too early. Um, but uh, he went away and did his apprenticeship. I think he did his apprenticeship at port, West Coast. Port, he did his uh, apprenticeship at I think it was Port. Port Adelaide. Yeah, he I know he's at Port uh, recently. And, and uh, now he's got an opportunity, and he's he's, yep. he's he's done things the right way. Except for, except for waiting seventy. Calvin, Except for waiting 72 hours to sign his contract. That's the only thing he did wrong. What a bastard, right? 
<laughs> but uh, hopefully he'll make all his mistakes at Carlton and there then come go. back to Brisbane and lead him to a... When, to when a Chris Fagan class. decides to retire? When Chris Fagan decides to retire. Okay. We'll bring Bossy back up north. Okay. All right. Are you ready for some Brisbane Bring trivia it. questions? Okay. I have one, two, three, four, five. I have eight questions for you here. All right, let's go. Okay. And uh, your prize is already in the mail. Okay. Okay. And if you get any questions wrong, it will self-destruct and it will not be delivered. That makes sense. See, that's my plausible deniability to say that I really didn't mail it, but I'll tell you it's already in the mail. You, I think you figured out how Canada Post works. Okay, good. Well, I actually I actually got an Amazon package yesterday that I ordered uh, that, that it was actually empty. They sent, oh, me, they sent, me, they sent me an empty <laughs> package. Had the label you on it and everything. Sweet, but... You ordered sweet fresh air. There you go. Yes, I, yeah. So, okay. Which two clubs have defeated the Lions the most time, the most times in the Lions history, they've both beaten the Lions 24 times. Oh, probably had a few of those games. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel like it was probably, I'm gonna, it feels like it was Collingwood, and it feels like in my heart, Sydney. Well, you got one out of two, you got one out of two, Sydney is one of them. Yeah. The other one is Richmond. Richmond. Yep. Both of them have defeated, you know, uh, Sydney's played them tw- uh, 38 times and beaten them 24 times. And Richmond's played them 35 times and beaten them 24 times. The bloody now, swans. I, yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't ask, you know, who they've defeated the most times. That would have been the Bulldogs, Carlton and Collingwood. I didn't yeah. ask you that one though, but uh, okay. Heading into 2022. Has Chris Fagan won or lost more games as senior coach? Heading into 2022? Yeah. So far in his career, has he won more games oh, or has he lost career? more games? Is in, in, as a senior coach of Brisbane. As a senior coach of Brisbane, he's won more games. Yep. 56 wins and 55 losses. He's won one more game. Yep. It was a tough first two couple of seasons for him. Yes, it was. Yep. yep. <laughs> now, this player led the club in 2021, led the club in on-ground percentage. So he was on the ground more than anybody else during the year. Okay. Who was that? He played 20, he played 23 out of the 24 games. 23 out of the 24 games? Mm-hmm. Is it Charlie? Charlie Cameron? Nope. No? Nope. Harris Andrews. Harris Andrews. There you go. 96.7% 96. of the time on the ground. He's a good stay-at-home defender. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's a good kid. Now, what I was shocked about when I looked at this, Danaher was second. And he played yeah, and he played all man. he played all 24 games last year. Big Joe. Yeah. yeah. And you know, if you think about his last couple of years at Essendon, he had leg injury after leg injury after leg injury there and could could oh, never yeah. get on the ground. He was out there for almost 94% of the time. It's the, it's the warmer Brisbane winters, I tell you. What well, could that could be it? Yeah. Now who led the club in the total number of tackles for 2021? Uh, the, I reckon Zorks. Dwayne Zorko. No. Nope. That'll be a midfielder. Yep, it is. So if it's not Zorks, it's got to be Lockie. Nope. Oh, not the Brownlow. Ah. Well, you, Ben. Hugh McLuggage. Number three. No. Oh, Jared Lyons. 
Karen Lyons name. Yep. They named the team after him. So good. <laughs> now, who had the, and this is again one of those negative ones here, uh, who had the worst disposal efficiency percentage for the club in 2021? The worst for the club. In 2021. It's got to be uh, our mate Hitwood. Nope. No. Nope. Oscar McInerney, fifty-eight oh. percent. That's that's pretty. That's well, pretty he's a he's a ruckman. Yeah, I know. Maybe we should exempt him from that then. He does his best. Now, just, just be great. Just be grateful he gets to the gets to the gets to the stoppages. There you go. So, um, these last three questions are not about twenty twenty one. These are kind of about all time things here. So. Okay, after Jonathan Brown's 594 goals, he's Jonathan Brown's kicked 594. Who has kicked the second most goals in Lions history? He's got 496. I don't think it's Lynchy. Mm-mm. Um... Rocky. No, it wasn't him either. He, 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 <laughs> he, he, he was too. He was too busy building a zoo. That'll <laughs> do it. That'll do it. Um, Might have been while you had you had first come over to Canada and lost touch of the game with the game too. Uh, Daniel Bradshaw. Daniel Bradshaw. Then he went down to. Uh, he was a superstar. He, then he went down to play for um, Essendon. No, was it Sydney? You're asking the wrong person on that. <laughs> um, now, he was, yeah. Who is Brisbane's only 300 plus game player? Oh, um, oh, shh. I can see him. <laughs> uh, uh, Marcus, um, uh, Mark, no, it's not Marcus. Nope. Oh, well, in that case, I don't know. <laughs> Simon Black. Really? 322 games. I thought it was, um, oh, anyway. I know who I meant. <laughs> yeah, he was a, another great superstar for the Lions. Now, this is, this, is, this is a Bears question here. This is the one that I jotted down when we first started oh, out right today. On. Okay. Who did the Bears play in their final game? Essendon. That was a prelim, uh, a prelim against North Melbourne in 19, uh, 1996. They played Essendon in the knockout in the in the semi to, to and I was I was on the Gabba Hill for the Essendon game. And uh, and um, and they then then they went and played North, and North went on and win the win the grand final. Okay. That was when um, Carey was uh, at his at his height. Yep, they they actually they beat Essendon by one point. Yeah, I remember that. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the next week, the next week, were you back at the Gabba? Then when they beat uh, they beat Carlton by they beat Carlton by ninety seven points. I probably I probably was. Yeah, I remember the Essendon game. One seventy to seventy three. I remember That's the game. And then they 
they dropped one by 38 to, to uh, North Melbourne then. Yeah. And then so, they, then they got merged and they merged with the lines. Rory, and, yep. Yeah. Became the, yep. <laughs> well, and, and the rest is, is history is history. Now you're, you know, in the great grand scheme of things though, you're, you know, as you'd mentioned, you're probably pretty happy that ultimately that that had, that had happened. Now Fitzroy supporters are surely not happy that their club is gone, but. Well, you know what? I, 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 I spent a lot of time with, in, with, you know, chatting to Fitzroy mm-hmm. and you know what? And one thing that, I mean, whenever the, the lions are in Melbourne, yeah. they make sure they reach out to the, the Fitzroy fans. Well, There's no two ways about it. They make sure they wear the heritage jerseys. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever they play in Melbourne, yeah, they wear, the, they wear the old Fitzroy. I mean, they still wear the old Fitzroy colours, except mm-hmm. instead of red, it's maroon. Right, right. Um, uh, they, they, they do reach out. They still go to uh, whenever they won their flags. They always went to Fitzroy first. Yeah, before come before bringing the the cup back to Brisbane. Um, whenever they're in Melbourne, they always train in Fitzroy. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if you've ever watched the it television. There's a lot of outreach to Fitzroy fans. Okay. I don't know if you've ever watched the television show. It's an Australian show. Um, but there are several minor characters that that one of the one of the local one of the locales for the show is this pub. And there's three or four very old gentlemen that are in this pub and the, the whole pub is just decorated and it's in the present day, but the whole pub is decorated with, with Fitzroy stuff. And it, it's a, it's a show called Jack Irish All right, uh, that has Guy, Guy Pierce is in this oh, show. Yeah. Great show, right. but, but, you know, there's a, there's a distinct Fitzroy theme to that show, which is really too bad because Guy Pierce is a Geelong supporter. Uh, yeah. I've tried, I've reached out to his, his, management group to try to get him on the podcast but <laughs> i am nowhere near important enough to talk to him <laughs> i had it's to try you have to you have to you have to slum it with people like me well no well <laughs> you know what i've actually I, you know i like talking with people who are who are and this is going to come out something who are just fans i yeah. like learning about the game from their vantage point but then i you know i've i've had the chance to talk to a few players i've talked uh, i mean i i I've, I've spoken to, you know, one team president who I, I was shocked that they, you know, when, when uh, Kate Roffey got the job with Melbourne, mm-hmm. I sent a congratulatory note on LinkedIn. And I said, you know, I, she doesn't know who I am. And I, I, I said, you know, please consider this an open invitation that, you know, if you're ever interested in coming on the show to talk about, if I wanted to learn what a team president does in the AFL, three days later, I have an email from her, you know, when do you want to sit down and talk? Yeah, and I got to spend like an hour and 15 minutes with her you know, talking mm-hmm. with her, just an absolutely wonderful person. And I, I sent her a congratulatory note, you know, after they won the grand final and, you know, like a week later, I got a, you know, a, a thanks back from her. It's just, it's just, I don't think yeah. that sort of thing happens. I'm pretty confident that that sort of thing does not happen in sports here in the United States. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, I'm it's, pretty, it's, sure, pretty sure if I send an email to uh, the um, like, one of the chief executives of the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't know if they'd be expecting a yeah. And the <laughs> Le- the, the Leafs are, and I don't I don't follow hockey, but if I'm not mistaken, they're not playing very well this year, are they? No, they're doing all right. Are they doing okay? One yeah, of the one of the right. clubs up in one of the clubs in that area were really struggling this year. I thought that they were like at the bottom of the standings. 
I'll have to go back and look at it. Ottawa's had a tough old go of it lately. Okay. Well, that might, it might have been Ottawa then. Yeah. Okay. Well, there have been a lot of things going on in Ottawa lately, um, which don't get me started on that because uh, no. let's see, I, I'm, I'm tomorrow in my government classes, we'll be, I will be watching the state of the union address with, with president Biden. So that's going on right now, but I, I'd, I'd maybe, rather maybe talk. We'll do a, maybe we'll do a politics podcast. Yeah. Another time. I, I'd, I'd <laughs> like to, I'd rather, I'd rather talk to you than, than listen to him tonight, but that's uh, but yeah, but I'll be watching him four times over the next two days. So ladies, ladies and gentlemen, my guest has been Frank Patterson. Uh, from the Toronto area in Ontario, Canada, a, a mad Brisbane supporter that encompasses both the Lions and the Bears. Yep. And, uh, you know, Frank, thanks so much for taking time out of your Tuesday night and sitting down and chatting with me. Greg, it's been a pleasure, mate. This was a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Yeah. This was, this was, this was great. This was uh, a great deal of fun. And I, and I truly appreciate it. Um, and I'm, I'm looking at your, your shirt there. Is that, is that the organization oh, that you I work, work with? For. Okay. My company that I, that I, that I run the service operations for, uh, for okay. Torben. Uh, okay. We, we're a medical device company here in, here in Canada. And okay. actually I'm going to be doing some installations down in, uh, in the United States uh, sometime soon too. Where, where are you heading in the U S uh, Georgia? Cool beans. All right. Well, thanks awesome. for coming on. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, Craig. And a huge thanks to Frank for coming on and being so generous with his time. It was great to actually sit down and, and talk uh, to somebody who was, you know, able to kind of go outside and look and see the sun in about the same position in the sky. That was that was a nice change of pace there. Now, don't forget that you can reach me at a yank on the footy at gmail.com. Also on Twitter at yank underscore on and just search for yank on the footy on Instagram and Facebook as well. Remember, if you get on the website and you sign up for the mailing list, when I start to do my live episodes, you'll also get an email about that, letting you know when those are going to happen. So you can hop on and uh, jump on the podcast that way as well. Now, folks, I want to thank you for checking out the podcast and for listening to this. I, I'm humbled by those of you who do come back and listen again and again. And, and the kind words that you shared with me are, are just, uh, just so heartwarming. I can't thank you enough for that. So I, I'm truly, truly appreciative. You know, I, I do hope that you'll continue to share the episodes with your friends and family or tell people about the show. Cause that's probably the best way that it's going to grow because I'm not going to be knocking on doors at people's houses, uh, in Ballarat anytime soon saying, Hey, have you checked out my podcast? But folks, again, thanks for the kind words. We're about a week away from the start of the season. And as always, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. This has been episode 143 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on, on Twitter or to yankonthefooty at gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Just search out A Yank on the Footy. And please check out the website, ayankonthefooty.com. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, goodbye. <laughs>